Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. We've made it all the way to episode 267. Michael, hello. We were we were uh, we were in sync. Not to be confused with the popular boy brand or boy boy brand boy band. We were in sync with our haze. Hey, we were get off my lawn. I like that rhythm, man. You do you do look good today. Did you do something with your hair? I'm pregnant. Oh, I'll do it. That's that 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 that's that's the that's the that's why I have a I have a healthy luster about me. Right, that's I'm glowing. The, that's the glow. That shirt looks great on you too. It's just yeah, nice. This, it's nice to see you. This is my nice. This is my nice shirt because. Well, this is my nice, like, sort of long sleeve sweater shirt because I probably should not start talking about the weather. So obviously, it's cold everywhere right now, mm-hmm. and it's cold here in Florida. But I have to preface that by by clarifying, it's Florida cold. Yeah. So it's like it's like kind of forty, sort of fifty right now, um, which that is lizard. That doesn't happen a lot. That's lizard killing. I'll have you know. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else from South Florida, like Michael and I, understands what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. They fall from the sky. The iguana. It's biblical. So this is my nice warm shirt. It has sleeves that go up. This is weird. This is weird for me here in Florida. You know. You can take the perfect wrist shot with the I can't, I can't the golden get, ratio of wrist. I can't ever get the ratio watch. correct. I yeah. can't ever. I don't know why. It's like photography. The photography, like what is it? Rule of thirds. Rule of fourth. I don't know. I don't know. The rule thing. of fourths. Rule. Rule of forty sevenths. Something. Something like that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the ph- photography people would be like, idiot. Fucking nerds. <laughs> broke watch now's pocket. Talk about watches. Yeah. Nerds. But it's good to see you. It's a uh, recording on Sunday. It's actually kind of gorgeous here today. Um, what do you got? What do you got? Temp wise, you in single digits? No, not I, I think we're that's good. I think we might be like fifties or something. Oh yeah, like 40, 48. Hey man, we're temp bros. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. 40, 47. All right, whatever. I'll take it. It was bad. It was like sixteen the other day. Holy um, shit. Yeah, that's bad, dude. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying. It's like we we didn't even get snow or anything. It was it was just ice and it wasn't even really, like fun cold. Really dangerous stuff. Yeah. Um so but I, but I'm glad to record. We're doing something fun today, and this is this is one of, almost like uh, watch collecting shower thoughts. Uh, but you have you have a better name for it, so you can yeah. let you introduce the episode. Episode 267 of the Two Book Watch Nuts podcast is thusly named Orological Fan Fiction. Yeah, what do I mean by that, Michael? It means watches that don't exist that we wish did, and I. I I think I started thinking this way when we did our last guilty pleasure watches episode because I may have, I may have selected some watches that didn't exist, hmm. um, and so that was that would have been in a world where I'm cool enough to go up to uh, an AP or somebody and tell them, "Hey, make me this," yeah. which is not which is not going to happen as a humble one of the two broke watch snobs. I don't think, uh, but. Um, you Can you imagine two broke watch knobs on their on their caller ID because it's still they still use caller ID and they're just yeah. like oh my god they're calling like, everyone shh, shh, chill 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 be cool chill. be cool <laughs> hello like totally trying to like not like yeah I, I I imagine that's exactly what happens when you call them yeah but I just I I kind of wanted to take that little idea <laughs> and see if we could run with it um and you know of course when it comes to that kind of stuff you think about. AP Patek, Peace Unique, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm kind of, 
I think maybe some of mine are realistic and not too crazy, but um, yeah, I'm still. I think one of mine. I think one of mine is impossible, mm. which is fine. Uh, the other one might be possible. I don't know. It depends. It'll be. It, it, well, this is not fair. You know. You know my choices, but I don't know yours. So this will. This will be interesting. <laughs> I know. The old, the old social advantage. I I know I said I was going to stop, but I have to ask you, how is my lighting? Because I really feel like, I really feel like I'm calling you from the past right now. No, it looks good. I mean, about as good as we can when we're doing this with laptop cameras. So, all right, man. Brave new world this YouTube <laughs> stuff, Don't worry. You're not going to get Mr. Beast quality out of us just yet. Don't worry. Uh, but subscribe now and you might no i'm just joking um <laughs> yeah we're figuring out the equipment then i think i think for a long time we were trying to figure out how to crack the nut on the youtube thing but in the same way that we started the the the, the podcast i think it just came to a spot where we're just like let's just let's just do it who cares yeah. like let's just do it and then we're gonna figure everything else out like you're not for anyone else that's interested in kind of creating some sort of watch content channel or whatever content channel that you're into, like whatever you're super passionate and enthusiastic about, there are no perfect conditions. You just got to start doing it. Just do Just start doing it, man. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that was, that was, that was the best thing we could have ever done for the show. Just, just started to do it. So heck yeah. So, okay. I have a giant light staring at me. So that's why I was asking. Oh. <laughs> Hey, if works. if the if the sun goes down, it's gonna start looking pretty bad for me. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I, I hope I hope this goes okay for the episode because I'm just doing natural light. Um, oh, so jealous. Well, here, let's do this then. Let's use the natural light while we got it, Michael. For the 267th time, would you like to make history with me? Would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Go for it. Ah, the uh, banner was there. Yes, sorry. I know. I know. So, it's, it's still great. so cool. Uh, so for today, I'm wearing a, uh, a CWC 1980 Royal Navy Diver reissue. Uh, so that's this, this guy right there. Um, just uh, almost like the 1983 quartz that I had before. We'll we'll talk about this watch a little bit soon, but I love it, man. I still. I look at this watch and I look at the Black Bay 58 and I think to myself, I might not need that tutor. Cause I guess do you still have the Black Bay 58? I do. It has a wow. fresh, it was just freshly serviced by Tudor. So Okay. Does it have a fine patina of dust on it? I don't think I've seen you wear that watch in a long time. No, no, I, I, I still wear it sometimes. I'm back okay. and forth on on selling it because dude, man, the price is on I think a lot of the black bays from the 58 to the pro um man they are they are rock bottom at this point i'm yeah. seeing i think i saw a black bay pro for 2900 the other day Jeez, remember when they were like remember when the 58s were like four or five thousand like people were standing in droves to stomp their dogs to death for the chance yeah. to pay that much money for that watch now yeah. i i see them online all the time under three thousand bucks I think even the 54, which is the newer, smaller one, which is still, you know, pretty fresh on the market. I think I think people are unloading them uh, fairly cheap. I've been so. having I've been having dark thoughts about the 36 again. Mm, yeah, that that could be fun. Good looking watch. That um, could be fun. But yeah, I just got this CWC. It's a rad diver. I like it. Nice. 
I'm so sorry. I have to turn the light down. Just give me. I'm, I can still hear you. I can still hear you. I think I, have, I. I just have to turn the light down. I think you look great, man. It, you can get rid of it if it's uh, if it's bugging you. You can. You can well, no, because then it's gonna look like I'm calling you from like a like a like a like a Nokia phone from a cave. Like it's gonna look because I'm losing sun. Like we 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 are on borrowed time right now with the sunlight bullshit. Okay, uh, yeah, it's five yeah. over here in Florida. Um, but that's awesome. That you're you, that, it, it, is this watch gonna come up again in the show? The CWC nineteen eighty. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Yes. Um, is that my go? Yeah. What you got? I'm wearing the Christmas. You can't see it because the fucking light is glaring in it. I'm wearing my Christmas chrono. It's oh, all right. perfect. Thank you. Thank the you. People can see it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Michael's got pulled up on the screen. Damn, this actually looks really good against my wall. Why is everything I own this color? That's a cool color. <laughs> you just dig it, man. I just, I was, uh, uh, my wife and I were, were 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 looking at getting our our cabinets like painted like a different color, and I think I think you pointed this out to me, or someone pointed it out to me, and I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing it in this like tile sample that we got of this color, and I can't remember was it you that pointed out it was the same exact color as this color in my office. That and I feel. I feel as if I'd seen that tile sample in multiple places where you've lived. So you've I think you've also seen that tile sample in my fossil watch review. Okay, cool, cool. So I feel I feel like that's been following you uh, for a while as a reference. It's, it's a tile sample I never installed, but boy, do I like the color of it. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I just thought you did it. I think I used it as a coaster. I don't know. I uh no, I mean, we might use it as like a trivet every now and then to, to like just like to put hot hot plates on. But yeah. um but yeah, we're in the uh, uh Orient Christmas chrono. I love the, I love this this particular photo I have of it on my on my fender. So this is a really good time to shout out the uh the YouTube channel. Everyone go and check out Tuberg Watch Times on YouTube if you want to see the watches that we're talking about, including the ones showing it to the camera here in our um wrist check. You can now see them on YouTube. That's been something that folks have been asking us for for a while. Like, hey, we can't see the watches you're talking about. And Michael and I have felt rotten about that. And we just didn't really know how to accommodate. And that was a large, uh, sorry, driving factor with YouTube. So, but yeah, I'm wearing this thing right now. This is uh, limited editions JDM. We call it the Christmas Chrono because it was built uh, one time in Japan to commemorate Christmas in 2016. Um there's a thousand of them. I can't remember what number I have. I think it's 884. Uh, Quartz Chronograph. I love it. It's it's amazing. Don't get mad. But I think out of the watches that we swapped, mm-hmm. um, I I think this, so when I was there, I think this may have been my favorite one that, that I just, I just, I enjoy, I enjoyed wearing it around the most, I think. Out of out of all the ones that I why would I, I get mad? I, something I own made you happy. Why would, that, <laughs> why would that make me mad? It's yeah, it's the one. It's the one that I that I was just most into. I think it it'd be kind of cool to have the white one. Or do they they make a gray one also? Right? There's seen. a gray one. I've seen the white one in person. Um, uh, 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 a local fan of the show is here too. Is here with me, and 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 we were getting lunch the other day, and uh, he had it. It's fucking beautiful in white. Yeah. Like just straight panda, like white dial. Very tempting. It's really cool, and it's not even that bad. I think it's like two or three hundred bucks. Yeah, 
way easier to way easier to find that than to find this fucking thing. <laughs> I've never seen one for sale. I don't know. I've only seen them for sale twice, and they were like being resold by other people. Yeah. Um, who I think knew about them from the show. Here I believe go. that. One believe last that. look. But yeah, that's what I'm wearing, man. Heck yeah. Ah, with that said, would you like to move? It's a, it's probably time for us to cover some housekeeping because. This is, a, this is a really cool housekeeping update I want to get to in here. Housekeeping. Is it one word or two words? It's probably it's probably it's probably one word. I was just I was just worried about that. Like it'd be really funny if I misspelled it and just the whole time. Just own it. It's, it's fine. Just own it, dude. Mouse beeping. Um, <laughs> it's just something I keep pulling it up every episode. Oh man. So should, can, can we start with the shout out first? Yes. I want to pull this up. So this is amazing. This and I, I, I had to double take, uh, you know, when I first saw this because I, I thought, oh, this is a cool photo that we were tagged in, and that's a cool watch. But then <laughs> when you look closer, oh no, let me know if you can you see that. I can see it. Can everyone at home see it? If you can't, go to YouTube. Um, yeah. Michael has pulled up right now an image from uh, what, what's the accounts? Watch figures. Watch figures. Yeah, we've talked about watch figures, I think, in some of the photography episodes um, so. where we kind of we go through some Instagram accounts, uh, watch photography that we like and watch figures. Very just so awesome. Has a photo here of the SKXA 35. I used to own this watch. I miss it dearly. But if you look closer, it's a it's a it's a little TBWS tribute. These two and little really Lego think, guys look kind of familiar, don't they? Two, one is uh, is a grizzled whaler down at the bottom <laughs> with some cat ears behind him. I love the cat. It took me on. It took me like my tenth or eleventh viewing of the image to realize, oh fuck, there's cat ears behind him. And then on my thirteenth viewing to realize he has my microphone. This is deeply, deeply meta. Yes, deeply meta. I, huge, this, yeah. huge thank you, Watch Figures, for um, just really making our day. This. I showed this to my wife and shit. Like, <laughs> like it's really cool. Yeah, I showed it to my wife too, and she said, "Wow, that watch is so cool." And then I said, "Yep, I used to have one. I sold it." She said, "Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that?" Yeah, just like I don't know. It's it's a great watch photo with a ton of TBWS lore, kind of just embedded within. Even the background, your background with the guitars, the plaid shirt. I mean, the shirt made me lose it. I was like, dude, I literally, I literally wore that shirt like actually in an episode. Yeah, like so good. This is good stuff, and that's I've, that's what that. I mean, that kind of I I can't stand Instagram, but that kind of stuff makes it a lot of fun. This is quality content. This so the watch figures account makes Instagram worth it. Makes all the bullshit worth it on Instagram. Stuff like this. Yeah, I love that thing. God, I miss that watch. Sometimes it's it's still, they still come up for sale. Uh, but are they like butt expensive? Yeah, yeah, really expensive. That's I wonder. I can't remember who has mine. Hmm. Did it right make it, its, did it make its round or its rounds in the community? I think it has. I think it has. Email us if you have that that watch. <laughs> I think I know who you are if you still have it. But. I think I know who you are, and I have a very particular set of skills <laughs> that I will use to find you. And extract uh, my watch from your wrist. No, I'm just joking. Whoever you are, we have no idea who you are. Um, with that said, uh, we can pull up the site. Just a couple things. 
the site's been a little quiet right now. We're taking the time in January, which is a little bit of a a little bit of a slow season. Just take care of some honestly very much needed uh, just I things. Promise, I promise I'm not going to leave you hanging for this much longer. I'll pull up the site. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> but in regards to the site, so you know we have two really cool um, just kind of press pieces. You got this Timex piece uh, um, up here right now with the. Uh, marlin jet automatic i've been seeing some interesting opinions on this watch when it came out particularly but about the branding yeah it was kind of weird i mean i i just didn't get it you so you have i like that you have this whole crystal that comes That's very cool over the bezel uh folks were saying that it reminds it can remind you of the the tag hoyer glass box setup mm. but man you know i'm not even mad about this marlin on the bezel but i think i think that this text here just above six o'clock is so big this this could have been i don't know maybe five points smaller how else are you supposed to know it's automatic how is the person next to me in the elevator supposed to know i'm wearing an automatic watch michael yeah and i'm not even mad so this sub dial is also i think it's 20 yeah it's a 24 hour sub dial um that doesn't bug me but hmm. I, I i'm I'm more upset about the size of this text than this double double branding, I suppose. Yeah. But it's cool. I'm glad I'm glad that they're still uh messing with the Marlin and crazy to crazy to know that dude, twenty seventeen was when they came out with that that little thirty four millimeter hand. First crank. one? Wow. Yeah. And everyone was freaking out, conspiracy theories about what movement it was, <laughs> what was in there. I Is it really that. good? Is it gonna explode on my wrist? Yeah. Dude, the fear mongering about certain aspects of watch collecting with like in movements is so interesting. But um, yeah. I like that Timex. What was the price on that Timex? I, I think it was like two. I think it was two eighty nine. Yes, that's really cool for something. Yeah. I always, I always appreciate Timex when they sort of go out of their way to try something different, but not in a way that's totally disingenuous to just kind of their own sort of unique brand vision um and for under 300 bucks heck yeah that's cool yeah yeah and then we have these uh man this this lineup has been growing forever mm -hmm. uh 2018 it started and this is it's actually called the black series cool. I, was, I had to figure out if this is just some thing that we call it uh but yeah they they added three three new watches to it there is a turtle diver or king turtle there's the sumo Mm. Uh, and there is this solar chronograph which i really like yeah i was gonna ask you so like your i feel like in this current iteration of you and my you and my zizzes my zizzes that's my that's my long island coming out you and my zizzes uh orological journey you're very much into this like black watch black dial black strap vibe right i don't, I don't know why because i was never like this if you listen to episode i don't know 20 something i i hated this kind of stuff <laughs> But I how just, do you I'm how do you feel done. about these? I really like these. I don't know about the. I don't need a bracelet. I don't know about blacked out bracelets. That that can kind of, I don't know, be weird. Mm -hmm. But this this uh, this kind of canvas look is pretty cool. It does That's look cool. stiff, so I'd like maybe a a rubber Barton strap or something like that would be really fun. And this is the cheapest one. Um, I the mean, solar quartz. I mean, that's not cheap. Seven seven hundred euro. Euro, so it's like probably eight fifty or nine hundred bucks, I think, or something like that. What the hell's the USD to euro right now? I don't know. 
are you not are you not heavy into forex right now like <laughs> i have i have no clue but um can you yeah, hear my son screaming i can okay so in case anyone else out there oh wow euros interesting sorry euro uh 700 <laughs> i was way off that is that is uh so 700 euros is seven hundred and sixty-two dollars USD okay. at the time of this recording here, late January, twenty twenty-four. Uh, so yeah, sorry to anyone that's listening and you have either just developed or have had phantom crying syndrome for a large portion of your life. You are not experiencing phantom cries. You are hearing my child cry. <laughs> He's making his, that making his appearance. He's making himself known. I'm saying that as a phantom cry sufferer. <laughs> Let's see. And then I think, uh, yeah, the only other thing we have on the site, because you said, you know, we, we've been doing more maintenance this month, mm-hmm. but um, the watch that I did my wrist check with, uh, that looks I, familiar. I did, I did review this. I gave this a full review. Um, you just kind of get to hear my thoughts uh, on just the process of getting this watch, uh, you know, where it stands in my collection and just what I think about it. And this thing is beautiful. I I love this thing, um, and you know it's a little pricey. Uh, I will say that on their website, um, keep in mind that their prices uh, have VAT, so it's actually a little bit less um, when you add it to the cart and you like ship to the U.S. So what is VAT like? Oh, two, two, two. Watch two American watch knobs try to figure out what the hell the VAT percentage is. Is it like ten percent, fifteen percent? Yeah, I don't even know what it is. I just know it doesn't apply to me. <laughs> uh, combined rate of three point six five or nine point. I can, I have no idea. I listen. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tax. I'm but... trying to strategically mute and unmute myself so you get as little bit of meltdown, like baby meltdown, as you can. This is great, man. Just just leave it in there. <laughs> it's fine. Bring bring him in. Bring it. Get him. Just, you do not want him in this room right now. He's probably naked, covered in food, and screaming. <laughs> but this this watch is kind of just, you know, thinking about it, it's very similar to the Quartz 1983 I used to have, but this is closer to that. I mean, it, it is. I've spent a lot of time on cwcaddict.com and, uh, you know, looking at photos of those old ones and... Dude, it it's a it's really close. Uh just the way that they got to this. And this this was also released in 2017. Um it was the same year that the Doxa I have was announced and I bought that. And it was just one of those things like, well, I got the Doxa, I can't get this in the same year. So it's been I've been thinking about this watch for years, man, and I'm just I'm I'm glad I have it. They're on this is the third run and I think it's the third and the last run. I mean, um, is that is that like a real thing? Like, oh, I got the docs and now I can't get this, or is it fine to just buy? Like, you know what I mean? Financially, I could not. <laughs> oh, understood. Yes, that's a real thing. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I thought it was more like oh, I just got a blue shirt last week, and like this blue shirt's kind of, but it doesn't have a. No, I'll I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait a month. I'll wait. A yeah, because because I we 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 bought our first like yeah we we bought our first property, uh, and then I got myself a birthday watch. And if I got anything else, I would have been slaughtered uh, <laughs> or I would have not been able to eat. So that, yeah, I had to yeah. wait a bit to get this watch. <laughs> those, those are some choices. 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so head over to the site, uh, read the review, see some cool shots. Uh, folks have been asking questions about the strap, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Phoenix uh, NATO strap, and apparently the company does not do straps or uh, much of anything anymore. Because I think. <laughs> I think they're not a company anymore, but oh, that's no. what the strap is. That's what the strap is. It's a we Phoenix to, NATO. We have to verify on air. I don't want, I don't want to say something wrong. I've uh, seen some, I've seen some posts that are pretty credible that I think they're, they, they may not be uh, around anymore. And it shows cause it's out of stock everywhere. All of the places okay. that um, if I'm wrong, you can write to me, uh, Mike at tubrokewatchknobs.com and yell at me <laughs> if I'm wrong. So I think, I think you might be onto something here. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it sucks, man. Because I I I was so wrong about those straps at the beginning. I got them, I, I got a few, and you have to you have to spend a bit to get them. Um, so I spent money on them, and in my head I was expecting uh, I don't know, a Phenomenado or an Omega NATO, <laughs> uh, right? You know, those super high end seatbelt type things, and. The magic of the Phoenix NATOs is that they're kind of like, they're kind of crappy. They're kind of, but <laughs> I in remember a, you saying, but in a cool like Chuck Taylor Converse kind of way, rips jeans, where it's gonna break in and be the most comfortable thing ever. You, you you can't you can't experience it with anything else. So I think that's why that's why people go nuts over them. And there are some. There are some Phoenix strap collectors that go nuts finding just old ones, and they look like they look like crap, but they pro- they're probably so comfortable. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of it's it's a sub like deep. The deeper you go, the iceberg, <laughs> the deepest point of the iceberg in military watch collecting is like I don't know, like old crappy natos, old <laughs> wrist cheese Phoenix natos. Yeah. So yeah, that's I mean that's what's on the site. It's been, it's been fun, and I'm, I'm definitely happy that at least this is the one CWC that I have. But I do miss, I do still miss the SBS CWC, and you, you've been waiting way too long to bring back the 1987. <laughs> so bring that back. Come on. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> you've been telling us for a while that it's coming back. So that's so. Let's cool. see it. Uh, overall verdict on this watch, though, is it staying? Is it going? Should it's I stay? I, should I go? It's it's staying. It's staying. I know. I that's such a hard thing to say. You're like, don't make me commit, bro. <laughs> I feel like you're baiting me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just curious. It's just it, it's because like you said, it's one of those things you've had your eye on for for a while. But it's just I I'm only asking because I like I said, I've been having dark thoughts about adding things to the collection and like looking at things in like a different light and stuff like that. So it's just, I just, I, I, I want to, I was trying to figure out if we're, if we're on the same, if we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. There's, I mean, I have, I have plans for this year too. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. There's going to, there's stuff happening. All, I we're in contact with some brands and we might know of some cool things coming out uh, this month and next month. And then pretty soon you have watches and wonders and every it's going to turn everything on its head. So I'm trying to, I might keep it cool the beginning of this year because last year I went kind of nuts. I, 
I front loaded my year. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and I still have, yeah, I still have two of those watches. Um, so I don't feel bad, but I, I gotta, I gotta be a little more patient. Take it easy. See what, see what the playing field looks like. Yeah, that's fair. But, but yes, I do. I do want to keep this CWC long-term because it's just so it's so much of what I like in a great watch and long-term ownership. It's not going to suck with that ETA movement. Um, again, that's why with my recent Tudor experiences, experiences, uh, with their movements, I just kind of, I look at that and think, why the heck do I need this black bay? But don't in-house movements, don't those make the watch more special? Michael. I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah, that's too funny though. Good stuff, but yeah, go and check out the website tuberwashnobs.com. Um, and definitely let us know your thoughts and the pieces that are up there. You know, give us feedback and everything like that. But uh, with that said, would you like to elegantly transition into the main topic? Ha! Fuck yes, damn! Um, I gotta spell check everything. Main main tropic. Whist. I, w- I wish to say main tropic. <laughs> Whist cheek. Perfect. Whist mouth peeping. All right, we're we're good. We're good to go. This is a ton of fun. Um, this idea of orological fan fiction, and I, I was you. You ever you ever try to? <laughs> let me let me let me finish the sentence. Um, you ever try to think of a joke and you can't quite put it together, but you have all the elements of a joke. That, yeah, that, I, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to figure out how to make an orological fan fiction joke and like a slash fan fiction joke. Do you know what slash fan fiction is? Like the guitar player? Or well, no, sir, well, but, but, well, I mean, potentially. There's certain categories. <laughs> that's kind of cool. There's, <laughs> maybe I like slash fan fiction. There's certain categories of fan fiction that, um, that denote what that fan fiction is about. I'm fairly certain slash fan fiction is a fan fiction with male and male romances. Oh. So I've been trying to think of something like I a was riff. lay off. <laughs> I was, I mean, slash could be in a slash fan. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. If someone were, if someone were to write Guns and Roses fan fiction, which is this is this is a, this is a, this is this is a world for all kind of folk, it was entirely possible. Um, <laughs> that there's someone very very feverishly writing Guns and Roses fan fiction <laughs> in their attic right right fucking now. And to you, more power to you, man. Um, I was trying to think of a joke with the two book watch knobs slash it, and I just I just couldn't. So I would like to give you the disparate elements of my joke, and you at home can try to can try to cobble together my ah oh, my brain my 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 addled brained joke that I couldn't really put together properly. So those are the pieces. Those are the pieces. It's just <laughs> fan fiction. I love how unimpressed you were. <laughs> so it's us and just sla- okay. So slash fan fiction, not with slash about us. Not with slash about us, but slash as a romance <laughs> category of fan fiction with the Got two it. book watch notes. Yeah, that's my joke. We might get some horrible stuff in the inbox. That's fine. We'll, that's, we'll that's, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's uh, okay. But this is going to be a ton of fun. I think in most point, at most points, people have been trying to find a watch online that fits something very specific they're looking for. And that's been my experience really, really specifically with lots of different watches. And that starts to get into the 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 the, the, the area of what we'll call orological and fan fiction, where it's like, oh man, I wish they could just do a watch with XYZ and on that bracelet, and on that, that, not that bracelet with XYZ movement. 
Like now we're getting into orological fan fiction or in the case of at least one of my picks, you know, this idea of hoping a brand that will bring back something from its past in the same sort of way it's been bringing back other things from its past. And you start to daydream about that what that watch looks like and everything like that. So when we say orological fan fiction, we really just mean like, um, yeah, that, basically that. Michael, I have some things that I chose and I have one honorable mention, which, uh, which came true. It's actually really funny. I didn't realize it until I started looking into it. But we'll talk about that last. I have some stuff on there. You have some stuff. Do you want to go first with your first orological fan fiction pick? Should I go first with my first orological fan fiction pick? Yeah, there's one. I'm trying to think if I should start with the least, the one that's least likely to happen. Oh, uh, oh, mm, mm. I'm yeah, do that one. Do that one. Yeah, I think it's going to be this. So, um, man, I have to make sure to not hit the end recording button because it looks very tempting. Are they like, like right next to you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Too end funny. recording. So I'm going to pull up this watch here because it'll it'll be, uh, you know. Oh, yes. Nice. So oh, this is a, yes. This is a great watch. This is the Manta SkyQuest. This mm-hmm. is the second iteration. Um, I may have talked to you about this so this won't be a surprise i was thinking the other day that it would be very cool to get a monta sky quest in titanium oh fuck yeah you're you already got me yeah okay so monta sky quest in titanium however when we go to the whole like bezel setup i think we should have the titanium with this kind of bezel setup so it'll be a titanium oh. it'll be a titanium monta sky quest with uh a blueberry gmt 24-hour bezel i just think that would look so cool in the monta sky quest case you'll have the darker tone uh, black dial you said black dial black dial titanium with this bezel so the you'll have the darker tone of the titanium with the all blue bezel Oh shit, that would be and, beautiful. And you'll have the Monta clasp in titanium, which I don't I, I'm not smart enough to figure out all the engineering behind that. I don't know if they can do that. Um, but that'd be pretty rad. Guys. I don't know if it's a smart thing or a money thing. How much would one be willing to pay for a Monta bracelet in titanium? Well, I mean the bracelet, I'm sure. I don't know how costly that would be. I just, I wonder about that really, um, that positive clicking, like, component, yeah, that bearing that gets in. Um, you, can hear, you can hear it on mine. Yeah, so that, the, there's a lot of thought behind that, obviously, and I just don't know what it would take to make all of that out of titanium. Um, so. That would be cool, but this is, this is fantastic or logical fan fiction territory. This is something that, you know, if someone were to read your diary, this would be in your diary. Yeah, this would be in my diary. Cause <laughs> yeah. If yeah. not, if not, just like yeah. You know what I love about this watch? So I was um I was recently looking at this watch uh in relation to a piece I'm working on or was working on for the site. And this thing looks way beefier than its specs suggest. Yeah. It it's a watch that um you know and i I spoke with the monte guys um about this watch at windup and 
launch wise there was some difficulty getting the watch to translate well in photos it was just i think a lot of people just set their opinions after seeing the press photos that's fine that's going to happen it's just the nature of the way we consume this kind of stuff mm -hmm. but um it really does have to be experienced uh it's it looks like this this thing looks huge this yeah, i thought it was 42 or 43 millimeter it is yeah. not even in all. even in even in really nice photos and I, I don't know if it's just the shape of the case or something or maybe the proportions with the bigger the bigger numerals here um the bezel's pretty beefy but at 40 millimeters which is what the size of this watch is that bezel needs to be a little substantial to actually be legible but then i think that's what kind of makes it seem uh what makes it you know look at least in photos uh larger yeah. than it actually is dude so just going back to this photo yeah imagine this blue here this blue on the top yeah going all the way around no guilt so just you know just white yeah for all the markings and the whole watch in titanium that would be that'd be awesome that'd be that, that would be my jam yeah. <laughs> but i don't think that would happen uh so yeah that's 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 my first little piece of fan fiction i, I love it i've been thinking about it, i've been thinking about it way too much actually it'd be badass do you hear me, guys? I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> I've been thinking about it way too much. Well, the thing is, I'm trying to figure out in regard to the engineering required and how many you'd have to make. Is it limited? Is it not limited? X, Y, Z. Like, how much is that watch going to cost? Yeah. I mean, we, we've had small brands, small brands using titanium. I don't... Is titanium that big of a deal? I don't think so anymore. It does seem like it's, it's not easier, but I think... Uh, some of the manufacturers that folks are using are probably realizing it's kind of popular. So they're offering it more or at least offering brands more options to fabricate in titanium. I don't know if it's that big of a deal. I, I still like it for lots of reasons. I like it the, the, because it's light. So like at this point in my life where I'm at in my, in my orological journey, I just, I, I'm not a giant fan of heavy watches. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. immediately want to put the watch on and just kind of like forget about it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know, um, and the mom. So my my mantra triumph is like right at the edge, especially for an automatic watch. Like this thing is awesome, but it does exactly what I want it to do. I put it on and it's not too heavy. Uh, if this thing were in titanium, though, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've I've never I've never I don't think I've ever had a titanium watch um so that'd be fun you know what you sound like to me you sound like to me a guy that should own a tudor pelagos you want to trade one tutor for another mm. how much have we been talking about that watch our entire like watch lives i may be done with tudor very very soon i wouldn't blame <laughs> you honestly after your last two experiences yeah, i wouldn't indeed. blame you not at all so let's see you sent me you sent me some stuff i sent you yeah. some stuff let's pull up Okay, we have to talk about Orient Star, everyone. We have to. I know. Listen, don't turn, don't, don't turn, don't turn us off. We have to talk about Orient Star. It's important. Okay, if you're at, what'd you say? Let's see. So when you're talking about, let's see. I just want to make sure I queue up the right thing. You're talking. Uh, about, you're talking about this watch here, right? 
That's the one, WZ0071DJ. This is the Orange Star GMT pre-full Seiko Epson acquisition of Orient as a watch brand. That division in the history of Orient is very, very important to keep in mind because there's Orient pre-Epson um, full acquisition because Epson, Epson owned a little bit of Orient before, and then there's Orient post-Epson um, acquisition. Orient post-Epson acquisition uh really brought about a lot of changes in both the orient and orient star line specifically in regard to the the movement technology they brought in a whole new upgraded class of uh in-house movements so before they had in-house movements um you know your even everything down from your bambinos all the way up to your you know royal orients when royal orient was still a thing but not a thing anymore uh post uh epson full acquisition the in-house movements are still here and they've totally revitalized them across two main calibers there's the f6 caliber uh new movements and those are in your things like your mako twos and your i'm fairly certain your kamasus and everything like that and then there are the i'm fairly certain and i should have looked this up before f7 uh caliber revitalizations and those are in orient star now in both of those orient and in, in both of those calibers these new revamped post epson calibers They've revitalized and revamped basically every single movement type that pre Seiko Epson Orient ever did, except the fucking GMT. <laughs> All I want, I don't need any more Mako colors. <laughs> I don't need any more Beanie Baby colored Makos. It's great. I'm 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 fine with it. I really fucking need you. I need you guys at Orient Star. If you're listening, to please, please reissue the GMT in in the new F7 caliber line. The world needs it. I don't know, I don't know the world. I mean, I, I certainly apparently am having some kind of wedging about it right now. I clearly need it for some reason, but I want it to happen. My orological, sure, slash fan fiction wet dream would be for this watch to be reissued under the new F7 caliber line in a variety of colors. So when this watch came out, it was only in two colors. This one here, which is the one that I had, uh, this is the WZ071DJ, and, and it's on a stainless, a very nice stainless steel bracelet. And then there was another version on, that was limited edition on a leather bracelet, on like a brown fake calfskin bracelet with a weird gray dial and like a highlighter green neon GMT hand. It was very weird. It was very weird. Looking. I remember because I, I asked you, I said, oh, this would be really cool on a deep forest green. Just the dial mm-hmm. that we see here. A deep forest green, something something like that. I think Orient would do really well. And you yeah. said, oh, yeah, there's kind of a green one, but it's pretty ugly. It's, it's, quite, it's, quite, it's quite, <laughs> quite formidably ugly, uh, if I say so myself. But that's fun. Uh, I would very much maintain for more than four hours an orological hard-on if I were to hear... If I were to wake up one morning and hear that Orient Star reissued the Orient Star GMTs. That'd be something. That, that, I mean, that, that's something I've wanted for a long time. I would, because I don't regret selling this watch. I have very fond memories of this watch. It's actually a very, very important watch to me. But it reached a time in my collection where, like, you know, it's time to move on from it. And I don't, I don't regret selling it. But I do miss it. If that makes sense. <laughs> I think this is, I think when I think about what you like in watches today, 
Mm-hmm. As, just going back to the weight thing, mm-hmm. um, I think you'd probably be pretty sensitive to how heavy and chonky this thing is. Yeah, uh, this thing was heavy. That's that. That is very very true. So if we're if if we're if we're playing by by house rules, I would like the new F7 iteration of these watches. How can I make it thinner? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Take out the rotor. If you're gonna add on, what I'm assuming is just gonna be like a GMT module on top of the F7 uh, base, as opposed to just blowing the whole movement up and rebuilding it from scratch. If you're going to be making it thicker by adding a GMT module, at least take the rotor off and make it a manual wind. And if you could then get it under. Okay, under 10 inches is impossible. Under 12 inches? 11.5. If you can give me 11.5, actually, how, how thick is this thing now? Is it 13.5? It should be in the review. Uh, let's see. The case. God, that was a gorgeous watch. Hmm, what did you say? Case, 41.5. Hmm. Oh, just control F click or control F thick or MM. Hmm. You may have not put that spec in here, buddy. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. How scandalous. All right, well. What about MM? Okay, 49 lug to lug, 41.5 case. Let's see. The crown is 7 millimeters in diameter. I don't think you talk about this, buddy. Look at that. Shame on me. 13.7. Okay. Millimeters thick. That's too thick. In that's, my head, I'm like, nah. <laughs> dude, that's, that's too much. That's, listen, man, I'm very fragile. That's too much watch for me to handle. That's just too much. Yeah. You know? Okay. Maybe maybe that titanium Monta would happen before Orient makes a manual GMT. <laughs> I don't think, I'm right. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm more likely to eat my own face with a knife and fork, I think. That's a stretch. But if it were to happen, ooh, they got to be revamped somehow. But it, it's it's true. We're getting uh, maybe it's a, a reaction to the Black Bay philosophy from Orient. They're thinking to themselves, "Hey, we could do that too," because we got a lot of Makos now, um, <laughs> and they they redid the Kamasus. Also, I think there's there's new versions of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is I, I I wouldn't know about this watch if it weren't for you. So. God, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it every time I see it. <laughs> Great, so good. But that's cloudy. it. Is it getting cloudy over there? You 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 still you still maintained your handsome pallor. You're just fine. Don't worry. Okay, I'm nervous. All right, I'm losing my natural skin tone as the sun goes down. These lights, <laughs> these lights are uh, not doing me any favors. We'll look like prisoners by the time this is done. I don't know. <laughs> just hostages. Trapped in the web of our own orological fantasies. Uh, I'm going to bring up my next one. Let's okay. see. So this, uh, this is, I don't know. Again, I, I wish I, I had a better understanding of some of the engineering stuff that goes behind running a brand. Um, so this is kind of like the titanium. So this is what we're looking oh, at is this, yes. a Zin U50. Um, this is a watch that came out recently and the dimensions are really, really nice. So it's a 41 millimeter case, 11.2 millimeters thick, uh, lug to lug 47, 20 millimeter lug width. Uh, 
this might be my favorite um, configuration. Uh, you have this kind of blacked out bezel, just regular like steel look. Um, back in the day, Zen used to make, uh, well, actually still to this day, they make oil filled quartz watches. Yeah. Um, and the idea is that it just helps with legibility. You can read that dial from any angle and just the, the readout is going to pop to the very surface of the crystal. Um, I think the one I have in my head right now is called the EZM2 Hydro. It's a crazy, crazy cool watch. Um, so it would be kind of a dream to get the U50 <laughs> quartz with an oil-filled case. Because what kind of bugs me about Zinn is that the the oil-filled dive watches that they make these days, I think they're all 44 point something millimeters. Yeah. They're, they're big, big watches. But again, I that's such a that's such a specialized type of watch. And I don't I don't know how well something like that sells in the grand scheme of things. So I don't know how many how many of the brand owners that we know are going to think to themselves, yeah, 2024, this year <laughs> we're coming out with an oil-filled watch. Oil-filled, yeah. I can the, see pe- the people are asking for it. It's just kind of, it's kind of cool. It's one of those. Is it like canola oil? Like educate me. Like what, can I just put, can I just put oil in my, in my Manta? Like what, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to do that, guys. <laughs> I don't know what kind of oil it is. I think it's, I think I it's know. similar to what you would get with, uh, like a crystal display. Um, okay, that's cool. I, I'm not sh- uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, again, shows how much I know. Everyone, I don't know either. I just, I just know they look really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I've spent way too much time on YouTube looking at people modding their Casios, filling them yeah. with oil. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you have to screw everything on, back on after you're done with the mod in the oil <laughs> so, oh with like tiny little. Like, I love the I love the magnification. Like I love how it just like you know what I mean. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure. Okay, I promise I'm not dumb. Sometimes, but I th- yeah I think it has to be quartz when you do this. Um, because you, you need you need a you need enough force for the second hand to keep ticking. Um, oh, interesting. So I think overall, I think Zen keep doing the oil filled thing. It's kind of cool, but do it in smaller watches because I I have a a tiny wrist. Please please think of me and my tiny wrist. Please um, please, please think of all of us tiny wristed folk out there. Michael and I have the same wrist size. Please think yeah. of us. And I, I love this I, I love this U fifty. Uh, I've I've always liked it. It's been again. It's been out for a while now. It's uh, pretty popular. I think it sells out here on WatchBuyers.com pretty regularly. Nice. But, um, you know, something like a quartz version, even just a quartz version, uh, would be very different. So fill that thing up with oil and call us. Yeah. <laughs> also, there may, there may be a lot more maintenance. And like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know, actually. Because then if you got to change the battery, is that oil all the way back in there also? Yeah. Do you have to replace the oil? Maybe. I don't know what goes long term with with uh, servicing oil filled watches. Again, Maybe. it's 
this is not a th this is why we don't see it because i don't think it's a thing where people are just pounding on brands doors to to try to get them to make oil <laughs> i i actually just know zin and resins they're the yeah. they do that i don't know i, I feel like resins is the one that everyone sees like because that's very instagrammy i feel like that particular yeah. uh that the particular collection from the brand yeah that's that's my other one my last one's fun too <laughs> All right. Well, here in 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 preparation for your last one, should I do my second one here? Yep. This one's kind of weird because as I'm reading it, I'm realizing I think I might be just talking about combining two watches from totally different brands. Okay. Into one, or possibly two watches from the same brand into one. Yeah. I would love to see because this is something I spent a long time trying to figure out. I would love to see a nine F quartz. Grand Seiko heritage case, so like my SBGV two three three titanium, like my SBGV two three three in Castile, like my SBGV two three three. But the main difference is, I almost want like I want Arabic numerals on here, almost in like a field watch. So I don't know what it is, but I could not find any Grand Seikos that I liked that were a really good balance of casual and um, sort of dress that had Arabic numerals on the dial. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only ones I could find were sort of like, you know, they have some GMTs, some sort of the, the, the older iteration GMTs um, that are not quartz. They're all, they're all mechanical. Like I specifically want something quartz titanium. I think something, oh yeah, something like that. The, well, the Halios, the Universa comes to mind. But that's not. I don't think that has numerals. I don't think that goes all around. Um, right. Nor is it titanium. But that's you know. you know, I could see that. But to me, in my mind, I really want more. I there needs to be a proper balance at facing Grand Seiko between these watches that are very, very, what I would call, not like suit dressy because this is technically like a sports style case where you can just kind of throw it on and go to your job like but in the context of this discussion i'm going to call that like a dress watch like there needs to be more of a middle ground between a dress watch and grand seiko catalog and like sort of functional sports watches because they're either very very large or they just don't look like something i want to wear if they're like the sporty ones you know what i'm saying uh or they're just too dressy like i really want like an a grand seiko watch like an everyday watch in the middle um my particular grand seiko this sbgv 233 um is the closest thing i could really find honestly uh when i was doing my initial uh grand seiko hunt because when i found this i was i was i was cruising for grand seikos like i was on the prowl for Grand Seikos, and then you know that happened upon this particular one. I told I told this story in a previous episode um, when I was on Seiya Japan. I hope Seiya Japan's okay. Yeah, I hope Seiya's all right. Site's been closed for a bit. <clears throat> yeah, I hope uh, the team in Seiya are just enjoying a very long break. Rest break. Yeah. yeah. So kind of yeah. like this, but with applied Arabic numerals, kind of deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound like anything, you know, fantastic. But to me, it's apparently a very big deal. Yeah, no, I mean, I would just, <laughs> hey, I mean, a a, a blueberry, a, a blue GMT bezel is not that exciting. <laughs> but um, I don't, do they make, 
Do they make watches with applied Arabics? Grand Seiko? I don't think so. I haven't seen anything. Because their whole thing is finishing those little, all those mm-hmm. little trapezoid. Little, little indice thingies. Yeah. I, I looked at my Orient thinking I was wearing my Grand Seiko and I was mildly horrified for a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> this looks like my Grand Seiko. <laughs> Did I have a stroke? The hell, dude? Yeah, no, like they, they put a lot of emphasis, like, yeah, into like the finishing. And the thing is, these markers are amazing. Yeah. Like they are, they are beautiful. Um, you wore this watch for a day, right? Yeah. I mean, like you enjoyed it. It was fun. It's not, I, I don't think it's your, I don't think it's necessarily your style, but I think you enjoyed your time with it. I broke that watch. <sighs> Michael, you did not break my watch. The, <laughs> the battery merely decided to die right <laughs> I after. I everything. <laughs> You just go to your room and slam your door. It's like, no, come back, come back. <laughs> I go. You can't run from this. You didn't break my watch. I'm fairly certain the battery's dead. I have been educated from good friend of the show, Just Watches. Check out Just Watches YouTube channel. I have been educated from Just Watches from a video that he shared from Steve Laudlin of Raven Watches. Everyone go and check out Raven Watches on how to change a nine of quartz battery. Whew, that was a that was a trade there. It's a good source, I'm and sure. So. Oh yeah, this is, a, this is that 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 was that was a line of people I very greatly trust. Um, I just need to get the battery, and you know some holy water or whatever I need, and uh, we're gonna wing it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see where fate takes us at that point. Oh man, you know. But that's but but that's the thing. I, I would love to just see more Arabic numeral like I, the same level of finishing to these indices. I would love to see applied to some sort of Arabic numeral format in grand seiko that would that would blow my fucking mind it's getting so spooky here how is it spooky it's just gray and rainy and uh it's not looking good on camera i think it looks fine i love i love how 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 i don't know what it is but you and i i don't think you see me the same way i see you and i don't think you see me this no i don't think you see me the same (laughs) way i see me like i look at my thumbnail and i see a very disgusting Person. <laughs> uh have you heard about those true mirrors that they sell you mean real r- real mirrors what's a true what's a true mirror i think they market it as a true mirror or that's what you have to search for but they're mirrors that get flipped i guess the mirror image gets flipped twice because when you look at a mirror you look at yourself in it's the, the mirror it's the, it's the flip side yeah so you're yeah. not seeing the way that people see you uh i see what you're saying so people, someone people buy those things and it's supposed to give you as you're getting ready and stuff a more accurate representation of what people will actually see with your eye with their eyes is it that i mean is it that different it is it is people freak out man i i kind of freak out because i'll see myself on camera for you know for other stuff and i'll think oh man i thought i comb my hair this way what the- <laughs> <laughs> you you comb your hair <laughs> yeah no i don't do much combing that's good. <laughs> so yeah that's that's what it reminded me of the uh, last time i combed my hair i didn't comb my hair my mom combed my hair and it was under duress <laughs> and it was a long time ago it was an intervention she did <laughs> Yeah, I was I was walking up to my door with groceries in my hands and she hopped out of the bushes behind me as I was fishing for my keys and she overpowered me with, you know, the the weight of her motherly guilt and she was able to just thrust the comb through my hair and <laughs> comb my hair and then before I knew it was happening, she was off. She was off into the night like the like the chupacabra. She was just, just gone. She's just fucking just gone. This is why once a year I just get the the urge to shave it all and then my wife 
my wife gets mad and then I she talks you out of it. I stop thinking about it. And <laughs> whatever. Let's I might see. do it. I'm starting to like thin in the back and I'm just like, ah, I might as well just my cow is sick. I was just cut its head off. Like, I think that's sort of like, <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing when I'm like, oh, it's kind of thinning up here. Might as well just shave the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Was, oh, man. I don't know if that's smart. I don't know if that's the most intelligent use of my time in regard to my hair. I'm going to, I'm about to pull up a very controversial watch. Oh, I'm going to do it. But it's for demonstration purposes only. Okay. I don't want this watch. I want to reiterate. Okay. This is a safe space. Sort of. I hate I hate this watch. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate this watch. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> this is for demonstration purposes only. So tell everyone at home what you have on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're looking we're looking at a glycine airman. A glycine airman number one, they call it. They sell classic Invicta style. The price is two thousand one hundred and fifty. <laughs> I mean, you see them on eBay sometimes for like 600 bucks. Yeah. I think, I think Naman, Noman, Naman used to sell these for uh, maybe it's just like 900, eight or 900, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But what I like about this watch and what we're looking at is the purest edition. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, um, okay. Basically right now, tons of folks are putting out GMT watches because you have that new Miyota, you have the new Seiko movement and oh. It's a GMT renaissance, and we're all loving it. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I think about what it would be like to have, say, a smaller boutique brand, micro brand, if you will, uh, or anybody really, put out a GMT, which operates the way that some of the earliest GMT watches did, where you have a hand that is tied the where the whole watch is this whole watch is entirely 24-hour format or you have one hand like the earliest gmt masters where that hand went around every 24 hours and to get your second time zone you just use the bezel mm-hmm. that's it you get your second time zone with the bezel you get something like that now uh from brands doing the 12-hour bezel thing uh but you're only getting 12 hour format. You're not getting 24 hour format. What would it take to like, can you buy, can you buy a modified Solita or something? Or can you mod, can you just put a, a gear in there or something? How do you, how do you put an extra hand that is just goes around every 24 hours? You know what I mean? So you have an hour hand and a minute hand and another hand that goes around every 24 hours. Yeah. And, and, hmm. And there's no, there's no arguing. Oh, this is a, this is a flyer. Or this is a caller. You just use the bezel. You just, you just use the bezel for your other time zone. Yeah, that's, that's how I think it's the reference six five four two. I think that's the, how the earliest GMT masters operated. That'd be pretty and cool. Those pilots were off into the new frontier of the jet age, <laughs> and they, they, they did their time zone tracking perfectly fine. Uh, they, they weren't worried about, oh, if I jump, if, if I change the time, change the hour, I'm going to interrupt the seconds. Well, they didn't have to worry about that because they just used the bezel. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, there was no, there was no independent hour jumping hands or anything like that. I think that'd be super, uh, that'd be badass. I don't know how technically, I don't know how that's possible, but. Well, this, this airman 
there's a solita yeah, in say, here. Which one is it? I, I don't know which one it is, but it's some it's some kind of solita, pretty sure. And you know, the whole thing is I mean, they, they have to sell a version that's that ties into this because that's how you get yeah this watch this is how you get that second time zone it's just with the bezel you have to unlock the little so there's how many hands are on this watch there's just two hands oh it's just two so it's a regular hour hand and a minute hand and you just turn the bezel yeah but i'm talking about so you could do it this way that's why i like the purest version of the glycine airman uh, or you could do it the way that the old GMT masters were. So you have the hour, the minute hand, and the GMT hand. The GMT hand cannot move. It is mm. tied to, uh, it is, I guess you could say slave to the, to the hour hand right. in a 24 hour format. So that's how those early ones worked. There was no jumping hour hand. There was no jumping GMT hand. You could only use the bezel. Yeah, well, I know it's not it's, interesting. I don't know. It's not. It's not cool. It's not. It wouldn't be the new GMT movements that we have. But I wonder if it would be cheaper, more expensive. I don't. I know. feel like it would certainly be in terms of manufacturing. Can't imagine it's okay. So this is. I feel very dumb. Is it just that it's the it, the rotation is the same? It's just that you shove more numbers on the dial for the glycine. Or just this idea of a 24-hour dial. Let me, let me see if I can... You know what I'm saying? The, the, the idea of the 24-hour dial, you get AM, PM all in one shot. And it goes it goes around just one time. Right. So 12 noon, will the hour hand will be pointing at 6 o'clock. Six. Yeah. Uh, what movements did those Meister Stringers, Meister Stingers use? Meister... Meister Strudels? God damn, I was trying not to say it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see if if I can. Because those, those are one-handed and tw- sort of, because I think they operate on a similar 24-hour dial idea, right? So I just I just want this watch. I just want GMTs like this. Again. This watch. Yeah. So you can't you you can't fiddle with this GMT hand. You can't fiddle with this hour hand. If you want your second time zone, you move this bezel because this red hand here only goes around once as opposed to this oh one. i understand what you're saying okay i have no doubt the fuck to do this but it'll be i think it'd be really cool if yeah. someone did this this is but, great uh, we have visual aids now to get on the same oh page. my god yes it's huge <laughs> the, the problem is i think if someone were to draw were to try to do like a, a sort of purest idea of this this early gmt function it might inevitably they might feel compelled to make a derivative of something like the early Rolexes. Yeah. Do yeah. you want something like that? Or do you want a totally fresh design? It could be either. I mean, um, but again, I don't know if that would make the watch more expensive. If it if it makes it more expensive than what you could buy with uh, like one of the new Seiko GMT movements, then there's probably no point. But I feel like it would be. I just like that it would eliminate the whole, all the bickering about flyer versus collar gmts you just want to end the drama i just want it to end just want peace man but i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah that's a good one though i like it that's my last one nice i have one last one as well it is an honorable mention though and it's an honorable mention because i i uh it exists it, it exists it's something i think we've actually talked about before 
And uh, I was thinking, man, yeah, that's right. I have an orological fanfiction art on if this were to happen. So huge shout out to, to Gavox Watches for apparently making my orological fanfiction come true. I was going to say it would be amazing if Michael Happy over at Gavox put out a version of the Avid Diver in green. Well, fuck me sideways. It's It actually exists. You got it. <laughs> and it's fucking, it's beautiful. Look it's at right this. here. It's a British, it's, a deep, oh, wait a minute. Mm. And it's, it's a, a GMT. G- it's a GMT, yeah. This is the Avid Diver, Avid Diver 2. Man, oh man. Mm-hmm. That is a nice shade of green. How many that. time zones can we track with this watch? Because it still has that independent moving interior bezel. At least 14. <laughs> I don't know. Even even my even my how high can you count? (laughs) (laughs) So so honorable mention. I was I was I was literally going to say I would love the Avid Diver in green, and it exists. It's a beautiful green. It's accented with this really fun orange. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I had my third taken away from me, and I'm not mad. Um, Let's get that. How much is it? Uh, I was was literally about to ask you. Six hundred to six fifty euros with tax. That's very tempting, actually. Yeah. Sorry if you can hear my wife in her office. Was she doing it? Is she playing drums? I can't hear. No. That'd be funny. It's just, right? it's just I'm like, going like, to practice now. It's like blast beats. It's like in, your, in like the room across your house. Like, oh, yeah. It's time to practice. <laughs> uh that's so funny, but that's 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 my that's my honorable mention. So like, I was gonna have more than two, and it turned into two because my third one uh, came true. So, um, but here, I, I dig it. Okay. I I think my favorite would still be that titanium Monta. That's I'm most emotionally tied to that one for sure. I'm emotionally tied to the Orange Star GMT reissue. Yeah, it's a very special watch to me. I I I yeah, that's. That's that that's my pick. But um but here let's do this. Let us know your thoughts on our picks for orological fanfiction, uh in regards to the brands that we talked about and like the models we chose. Um also feel free to share any of yours that you have. Cause I think this is a really, really fun game that people maybe don't realize they always necessarily uh play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'd be so, funny if people just write in like you guys are dumb. Like these all exist. Like I you, that would make me so know? happy. <laughs> If yeah, if that'd someone be, that'd could be really cool. if someone could 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 just show us links for these if they do exist yeah yeah that'd be great that'd be great you know um, but with that said I actually would like to get serious just in the last couple of minutes Michael if you have time I want to take a few minutes as we close out the show to address something that's come up reoccurringly on the show and I want to speak to it in as appropriate and authentic way uh, as I possibly can. I would like to share a very heartfelt apology to Nick Harris, Orion Watches, and uh, all the Orion Watch uh, fans. And so I'll explain that. So for folks who remember, I had a personal experience as a consumer. I purchased an Orion Hellcat uh, Mother of Pearl dial when it came out. And in the course of ownership of that watch, I determined that that watch was just not the right watch uh, for me. And that was you know, a personal decision. In regards to the reasons the watch wasn't right for me, um, I contacted Nick personally, and he shared some recommendations that I could implement to try and address those things that made that watch not the right fit for me personally. And I chose not to implement those um, recommendations. Uh, 
just because honestly, I just I felt like they're maybe a bit out of my wheelhouse or I just made the choice that that watch really wasn't for me and I decided to 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 sell it. The appropriate thing for me to have done was to very, very just plainly state on air. Cause I remember, I, I remember we told, we, I think we told people on air, I was waiting for that watch to come in. I should have shared on air that that watch was not necessarily the right watch for me. And then honestly, the right thing to have done would have been to just never mention it again. I acted unfairly to Nick and Orion watches. And this is what I, I, I apologize for recurrently bringing up that watch over the course of several episodes. What I learned, uh, especially communicating with not just Orion fans, um, but also uh, 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 Nick directly, what I learned is that there was an inadvertent inadvertent effect of me sharing my thoughts uh, on why that watch wasn't really the right watch for me. Because that's just that's the reality of the watch. The watch was just not the right watch for me personally. In the course of sharing those thoughts, um, my intention was never to have those thoughts uh, act as a representation of the brand as a whole. That is that is not fair. That was not intended. And that was... I should have been in better control of how I was sharing my thoughts and opinions on a watch that was not the right watch for me. And that's totally fine. It is so normal, Mike, for us to review or spend time with a watch from a brand. And that watch maybe doesn't jive, but that brand is still amazing. Yeah. That's totally normal. Yeah. But in the process of me bringing up that watch, that particular watch, the, 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 the Hellcat MOP dial, not being the right watch for me, um, I had no intention of that being extrapolated to my thoughts on Orion watches. That's not a fair representation of the brand. Um, we have very nice glowing reviews on the site of Orion watches. Clearly, you know, we, we love the brand. So I would like to extend an apology for that. Uh, I should have discussed the matter more privately offline than bringing it up, then bringing up the fact that watch wasn't the right watch for me, you know, over the course of um, multiple episodes. So uh, I just wanted to take a moment to address that, share those thoughts and just, yeah, uh, acknowledge that I should have carried myself more appropriately in regard to that. And again, thank you to uh, Nick and the Orion Wash community and honestly the brand itself for reaching out, chatting with me, letting me know, and then making me aware. So in the future, I'm just going to do my, I'm going to do better at, you know, just how I conduct myself with those kinds of pieces. So um, with that said, really appreciate everyone's time. I hope everyone had a great time on the show. Mike, at that, I think it's that time. Feel free to start closing us out and then I'll tell the kiddos, I'll tuck the kiddos in. Let's do it. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watchdogs. Later. Later.